Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, what you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. DeMarco Farr is in for Sedano today. We are broadcasting live from Hollywood Park Casino, but unique at U-N-E-E-Q underscore Laura Romo is back at our home base at L.A. Live. She's running this operation, keeping us on the air, and she has what we all need to know. Okay, I am not a huge fan of Vegas. Everybody knows this. I don't really care for Vegas. I feel like if you do Vegas once, right, you don't got to go back. But shout out to the Cosmopolitan because Blackstone Executives, who is who owns the Cosmo, gave their employees $5,000 in bonuses. So each employee... Um, Got money because they worked through the pandemic. And I was like, yo, that is so badass. Like, that's so cool. They said they appreciated their hard work and they wanted to do something for them. So all 5,400 employees got a bonus. That's cool. Wait, wait, hold on. Now okay, I there's do the follow-ups. Math. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I got to do math. Okay, there's mm-hmm. 5,400 employees. Mm-hmm. Each one of those employees got $5,000. Mm-hmm. So that's like... That's like a lot of money, but I can't do it. I can't do it that fast, Demarco. I gotta get. I gotta get a calculator for this one. Wow. I gotta get out my calculator. I can't do the math. I'm it's okay. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. It's oh. a lot of money. Yeah, you're right. Five thousand times how many? Fifty-four hundred employees. Fifty-four hundred employees. You ready? Anybody want to take a guess? Oh, that can't be right. No way. I don't think that's right. I think it's you're right. Lot. It's way too much. You ready for this? You ready yeah. for this? $27 million. Nice. A bonus to all of their employees the that added up to $27 million. Wow. Damn. That's about a month for them, right? You know, I should have been able to figure this out, though, on my own, right? Because yeah. you lot. figure, yeah, 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 but but 5000 times 5400 if you would have said 10,000 times 5400 that would have been 54 million cut it in half that's 27 million do you get what i'm Ooh, saying absolutely smart smart that's how i figure out my tips by the way yeah yeah, yeah. Me too. work backwards yeah, yeah. yeah. work you backwards know, it's it's not that much money when you realize that um so mgm is actually buying the cosmopolitan it hasn't the sale hasn't gone through yet but they bought it for close to 2 billion dollars see that's what i'm saying 27 million you can handle Nothing. that. Yeah, yeah but like for regular, regular folks like me, you're like, damn, that's a lot of money. No, but that's, yeah, but, that's but awesome. Some, Absolutely. But I think it's so cool because, you know, these people, like, work through the pandemic. And I'm um, just saying, bosses, if y'all want to do that for us, hello. But, um, wow. you know, <laughs> I just, th- I mean. Actually, I, I thought there, that yeah. was a really good idea. I thought if we just put, <laughs> if we put that into the universe. That all, Speak it into existence. Right, all of the yeah. superstar, you upper know? management, C-suite level Disney folks who are driving around <laughs> listening, they're going, you know. 
That's a really sweet idea. We should give everybody $5,000 bonuses for working through the pandemic. I thought all those people were in this room right now. They might be. Oh, I'm just saying. They might be <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, they're here. They might be here right now. Absolutely. Don't get That's mad at me, story. okay? I'm just saying. Cosmo, Not at all. you know, is doing this. We might want to follow through. I'm just saying. I think that was really cool. <laughs> follow a through bump for working through the pandemic. That's, That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. That's what you need to know. It's being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, DeMarco. Um, for I tip the, my grocery store workers. You do? For I thank them for working through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It got scary for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and they were really good about feeding us and keeping us fed. So, I tip them. Yeah. Also, uh, at that time, if you remember, I mean, toilet paper was at a premium. Yes. You know, so if you had a guy at the store who was like, no, you did. I had a guy. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. I tip my people. Yeah. See? I know. You yeah, yeah. I had a guy. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I feel really bad. I have a guy who um, I call every time I go to a ball game and I need parking. And he's always so nice. Yeah, come on down. No problem. I got gotcha. you. And I always think to myself, I got to do something really nice for this guy. And I haven't done it yet. And I, and I guess maybe just the best thing to do is put cash in his hand. But then I think, does he... Does he want that? Does he? Will he be insulted by that? No, come on. He'll take the cash, no right? No one's going to be insulted by cash. Right. Yeah. That's so that's what I'm going to do. There you go. Yeah. That's or take him do. to a Rams game. Hey. There you go. Not a bad call. Yeah, put two tickets in his hand. Or yeah. at least give him the app. Absolutely. Well, no, no. I can't take him to the game. I need him to get me in for parking. Oh, that's I, a good point. Actually, though, he that's could probably point. get us into parking if he went to the game, too. See, there you go. Okay. okay. I'm so, sure he knows a guy. So for I'm sure he does. <laughs> so for people who are just joining us, okay, we, we're having this great party today at Hollywood Park Casino. It's been an incredible day. We had literally hundreds of listeners here earlier today taking pictures with the Lombardi Trophy. And I don't know how you feel about it, DeMarco, but, like, for me, the Lombardi Trophy, you've seen it your whole life. You've seen it on TV a million times. Maybe you've seen it in a trophy case. But to actually be next to it, and hold it, well, kind of hold it. You weren't allowed to touch it. But there it is. That's it. And I and to see people's reaction, I find it fascinating. Because on one hand, people might, if you came here from another country, be like, what's the big deal? It's a trophy. Right. But for us, that's Americana. No doubt. The rings are for the players and coaches. The trophy is for the city and the fans. That's what the Lombardi is built for. You get to parade it through your town, and you get to own it. Kind of like the Stanley Cup. I still think the hockey players have it right. Each player gets to, you know, rock with the Stanley Cup trophy for like a week or whatever, and they drink out of it, eat out of it. Same thing with the Lombardi. You get to have fun with it, take pictures with it, and then you have to pass it on to your next player. But that right there, seeing that in your city, that means you have bragging rights for the next 12 months. And I know this sounds crazy, but but I and it, it why it's happening now, like in your brain, at least for me, on May 12th, the fact that we're here at the Hollywood Park Casino where the Lombardi Trophy is home, where the greatest stadium on the planet is right behind us, where the Rams moved back to L.A. and were able to win the Super Bowl, it's still in some ways for me, and I wonder what it is for you because you were a Rams player in L.A., you were a Rams player and a Super Bowl champion in St. Louis, and now you're back as a broadcaster. Like, to me, it's still almost unbelievable that it all really happened. You know, um, it's a little bit different because I was there in Atlanta when they lost to New England. Mm-hmm. So I, I saw I the disappointment yep. in their faces and then the resolve to get back and then the, the next season, how it didn't go right. And then when they finally get the right group together and Matt Stafford, excuse me, Matthew Stafford comes on board and the enthusiasm that he brings. And then you watch this bill, the, the, the crescendo, and then the midpoint of the, of the year when you, you suffer the three-game losing streak and it's all going bad and 
Sean McVay has to adjust and the defense takes over and all this stuff leading to this point, the San Francisco uh, series, them beating you week 18. You're putting on NFC West championship hats in the locker room because San Francisco owns your stadium. Then you get to see them again in the NFC championship game. Just so many rides. And then you get to the Super Bowl in your own stadium and you're playing the upstart Bengals. And it took everything in your arsenal to get past Joe Burrow. He was that good that day. So to see that trophy here, that it's yours, yes, it's great, it's awesome, but the journey was even more special to bring that thing here. And the journey, as you say it, is not just about this past season. It's about you know going back years and years ago when there was this battle happening for who will get L.A. The Chargers and the Raiders, if you recall, were going to team up and build a stadium together. I remember. That did not happen. I can remember being at a Thanksgiving football game in Dallas and talking to Jerry Jones on the field. And by the way, when I say this, A, it's name-dropping. Just want to be clear. Lindsay, you hear that? I'm dropping a big name right there. You better pick it back up. Yeah, I just dropped Jerry Jones. I'm picking that thing back up. I'm standing there on the field with Jerry Jones. And by the way, as I'm telling you this story, there are people out there going, Kaplan, you are a liar. You're not on the field talking to Jerry Jones before the game. So I had to make sure that my radio producer who was with me, I was like, yo, take pictures of this because I'm going to be over here talking to Jerry Jones. No one's going to believe me. You need to take pictures of this. Yeah. So she did. And I got the photographic evidence. So I'm on the field with Jerry Jones, and I'm going, Jerry, you can't send the Chargers to L.A. And he said to me, no, we're not sending the Chargers to L.A. This is before all this. We're sending the Rams to L.A. Wow. Because he said to me, he goes, he goes, Stan Kroenke, if he didn't own an NFL football team, we'd be recruiting him to own an NFL football team. Yeah. Stan Kroenke's the kind of guy that we want in our fraternity, and he's got the money and he's got the influence and he's got the vision to go out to L.A. and make it as big as it's become. Make it happen. Right. He's got the coin to make it happen. So when we talk about the journey, yeah. it's not just about this past season, the highs and the lows. and the, the ser- It's from when they decided they're getting out of St. Louis, which I know didn't sit well with a lot of people, obviously, to the point where St. Louis went in and said, we got to get something for this. Yeah, yeah. And they have. But the journey is leaving St. Louis, coming back to L.A., playing in the Coliseum, building SoFi Stadium, playing in SoFi with no fans, playing in SoFi with fans, hosting the Super Bowl, making it to the Super Bowl, winning the freaking Super Bowl. Right, I mean, right, come on. Right. And it's, then here it is. And they can't take it away from you. That's amazing. the coolest thing about a Super Bowl. Yeah. It's not the NCAA. They can't take it back. Mm-hmm. It's yours forever. DeMarco Farr is in for Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN, and we are broadcasting from Hollywood Park Casino. J.B. Long, the voice of the Rams, will join us in a few minutes, and we'll take a look at the Rams' schedule. But before we do, we looked at the Sunday night schedule. Monday night football. For all the talk about football and, like, a Russell Wilson leaving Seattle and going to a Denver and other big moves, a Khalil Mack leaving uh, Chicago to go to the Chargers, all these big player transactions. Has there been anything bigger in this offseason than the movement and the money of the broadcasters? No, no, especially now with Tom Brady, Tom Brady leading the way. Haven't called game number one, and he's making more than anybody ever has in the business. And shocking. When he retires from playing, he'll make twice as much money calling games than he is playing games. 
True story. Oh, yeah. You know? And they're going to get every penny out of Tom Brady. Absolutely. Oh, no doubt. You will see his face plastered everywhere. You drive by the Fox lot on Avenue of the Stars in Pico, you will see Tom Brady's face plastered everywhere. You know, I hope he lets his real personality out. You know, he's guarded right now. He has to be. He's that guy. But on TV, you got to sell it. You know what I mean? I hope he's able to do that. I'm sure he is. So, Because the, the Manning cast ruined me. Oh, I love the Manning cast. The Manning cast, cast is ruined. I, I love it. Yeah. So, so the, the, the Sunday night football package we went through, here's the Monday night football yeah. package on ESPN with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Week one, Broncos at Seahawks. Come on, DeMarco, for real. Nice. Like the schedule makers are like, you know what would be fun? Let's send Russell Wilson back to Seattle week one. you got to get that in early because I'm not sure what Seattle's going to be late. So Russell Wilson going back or playing his old team, you got to get that early. That makes sense. Week two of the Monday night football schedule, Tennessee Titans at the Buffalo Bills. I think Tannehill's still going to start. And that was a great game last year. Yeah, and how about this? I mean, how about the Bills becoming now, like, national primetime? Forget about size of market or anything like that. The Bills have a quarterback. They now have Vaughn Miller, who just won a Super Bowl with the Rams a year ago. I still think they're crazy. Oh, I completely agree. Right. 120 million, he's 33. But he's still good. Go ahead. Week three, the Vikings at the Eagles. Eh. Okay. Eh. I think the Eagles are better than people give them credit for. Oh, and I, I actually think that Jalen Hurt is an up-and-coming player. Like, yeah. Like, I know a lot of people are kind of down on him or don't think much of him, but I wouldn't give up on a guy like that. Kirk Cousins should win that game, right? But it's Kirk Cousins. So it's, you never know. You never know. Um, Monday Night Football, week three, Cowboys at Giants, and, you know, that Cowboys draw, so I got it. Giants are struggling. Yeah. Week, week four, Rams at Niners oh, man. on Monday Night Football. Barn burner. Barn burner. Can't about, wait. How about this one? I was one? so hoping they traded Debo. Get yeah, that right? guy out of the West. Right. Oh, man. How about this one? Week five, the Raiders at the Chiefs. Always good. Yeah. That goes back to my childhood. Big time. Big time. Hate the Chiefs because of the Raiders. And staying in the AFC West, Week six, the Broncos at the Chargers. Ah, there's your matchup. You got Herbert versus Wilson. Who are you taking? You got Herbert. Well, I've got Herbert right now just slightly ahead of Russell Wilson, but I understand your point about Russell Wilson's a Super Bowl champion. Russell Wilson's a true veteran. He's the greatest quarterback in Seahawk history. Absolutely. And by, by a way, mile. And I love the yeah. guy. I know a lot of people think Russell Wilson's corny. I love Russell Wilson. I think he's funny. Yeah, I like him. How do you hate Russell Wilson? I don't. It's but like hating John do. Cena. Why do you hate John Cena? You don't He's a good John, guy. You don't right. hate John Cena. You know? Right? You don't hate John Cena. Yeah, you hand Nobody your baby, hates you take John pictures. Cena. Come on. A lot of people hate. Have you been to a wrestling no, match? Uh, I go to a lot of wrestling shows. I'm just saying anybody with a brain doesn't hate John Thank Cena. Thank you. I'm with you. Same thing about Russell Wilson. Uh, week seven, the Bears at the Patriots. Doesn't do a whole lot okay. for me. That must be a Belichick thing. I guess so. Week eight, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Fun. Woo! The most successful we got quarterback in night game. the most successful quarterback in the history of uh, Brown Stadium is uh, Bernie laugh. Kosar. Nope. Vinny Testaverde. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> uh, That's going to change though, with Deshaun. <laughs> well, going to win us the Super Bowl. And, and by the way, the NFL schedule makers are smart. They've waited until Week Eight for that game. Why? Just in because case. if Deshaun Watson does get suspended, call it four games, maybe six games by Week Eight. Deshaun Watson's back at quarterback for Cleveland. Oh, wow. What are you going to do with Baker Mayfield? He got to go. I think he's going to stay. I think at this point, you kind of – it's weird. It's like a catch-22 because if you keep him on the team, he's just, like, bad for business. You know, like Horrible. You can't have him go in the locker room after everything that happened because I feel like this is toxic for the team. But, on the other hand, 
You kind of got to keep him around, You're going right? to need him. Because oh, what it, well, cause, and also, if anything, his trade value, if he goes out there and he plays and he balls out, like, you know, they, maybe they'll be able to get something for him. I just don't think that they can bring him back. I, don't, I, think that, I do think it is too toxic to ask him to come yeah. back to be a Band-Aid until Deshaun Watson takes over. So he holds wait, out? What do you think? Do you, do you think they can bring him back in the locker room? Well, if they room? don't cut him, he's got to come back. What's he going to do, hold out? I think he gets traded to Seattle at some point. You think? I do. I, I think that's a good landing spot. We'll see. Yeah. Week, week 9, the Ravens at the Saints. Again, not not great. Yeah. Week, week 10, Washington at Philly. Eh. Okay. Week 11, the Niners at the Cardinals. We would that's have good. interest in that. Yeah. That could be, yeah. Uh, week 12, the Steelers at the Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, week 13, Saints at Bucks. I don't think that's great. But, I mean, it's Brady, so whatever. Week 14, uh, Patriots at Cardinals. There's Belichick again. Yeah. Week 15, Chargers at Packers. Interesting. Oh, check that. Rams at Packers. Okay. Check that. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, the following week, the Chargers at the Colts, week 16, and the final Monday night football game of the year. This is, this is a great game. Buffalo, again in prime time, against Cincinnati in Cincinnati. I hope it means something me at the end of the year. Yeah, me That'll too. That'll be fun. All right, so we're looking at the NFL schedule that was released today. We're at Hollywood Park Casino. DeMarco's in for Sedano. And J.B. Long, the voice of the Rams, will be here to discuss the Rams schedule. That is next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, we're at Hollywood Park Casino at Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Got DeMarco Farr in for Sedano. Lindsay Baseball is in the house. I see Steve Mason is still making his rounds. Boss Amanda's over here. Bergie Bergman, Greg Bergman is right over here. Stealing my french fries. Yes. Yes. And Good Laura stuff. Romo has tremendous FOMO as she is running this operation from our L.A. Live studios. Is that right, Laura? I can neither confirm nor deny that statement, but it sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I understand. She sounds mad. I know. Laura, you are here with us in spirit. Wow. Mm-hmm. Big time. It's okay. J.B. Long, the voice of the Rams, is here. J.B. Long, everybody. How about a round of applause for J.B. Long? J.B. DeMarco, who's this guy in a sports coat and a pocket square? Uh, I think that might be Scott Kaplan. No, Scott Kaplan <laughs> was minimally clothed in a bathtub in the Hollywood Hills the last time I saw him. <laughs> did you take your clothes off in the house? How did you get that picture done? Well, so It looks strategic. It was very strategic. Uh, you know, me and the guys here, the social media team, we were going around the Rams draft house thinking about funny places we could take pictures. So we got to the master bedroom in this $43 million mansion. Wow. That's what that – I had to look it up on Zillow. $43 million. Yeah, I wow. couldn't help myself. I had to look it up on Zillow. And uh, Carlo, our social media dude, was like, yo, why don't you jump in the bathtub? So I got in, right? I was still wearing that shirt that I was wearing. I'm like, well, nobody's going to believe this if I'm wearing a shirt in the bathtub. So I took it off. And you can see, like, my knee and my chest, or at least where my chest is supposed to be. <laughs> and, um, and I thought it was a funny picture until everybody in the 710 audience and all of the Sedano and Cap community on Twitter, the Circle of Trust, they started to overanalyze the picture. Uh. There's no water in there. You're not really taking a bath. I'm like, yeah, it was supposed to be funny. 
It was. But they Either were, way, it was gutsy. Well, thank you for making yes. Clorox the new official sponsor of the Los Angeles <laughs> right, Rams draft. Right. Believe me, I tell you right now, like, when, when the Rams PR team saw that, they're like, what the hell? Oh, my God. Is this, isn't he, like, on the air and kind of like our partner? Like, what is he? Is it naked in the bathtub? What's it was the look on kid? your face for me. Yeah. yeah like, you belong there. It's great. <laughs> took, yeah. the, uh, took the greedy make yourself at home a little too late. No doubt. <laughs> JB, one of the things that DeMarco and I have been talking about here today I wonder what you think. Uh, it's almost like hard to believe in some weird way. But, you know, you saw it. You called it. You were there to see the Super Bowl. But to have the, the stadium that was built, to have the Rams back in L.A., to have SoFi hosting the, the Super Bowl and have the Rams playing it and win it. And now here we are today taking pictures with the Lombardi Trophy. It, it's almost a little too much to really believe, you know? Thank goodness for that trophy to remind us and to periodically have events like these that don't let that accomplishment slip too far into the rearview mirror. Mm -hmm. How far away does it feel like for you, DeMarco? That game? No, not just the game, but your championship as a player. You know, it it seems like a million years ago, but it also feels like yesterday. Because you have the reunions, you have teammates going into Canton, you get to pull the ring out every now and again. Those little milestones, I imagine, keep it fresh. In your imagination, and I hope for all of us, it, it forever will for this well, championship, too. Behind the curtain. Um, so I listen to JB as he's doing the game. I'm doing sideline, but I'm also listening to him. So when the game was finally over, I made it back to the booth. And it was right when you guys were just finishing. And you spun your chair into the aisle that goes up those stairs. And I couldn't tell what the, what the look on your face was. It was either shock, I'm exhausted, or I'm about ready to cry. That yes. this just happened. Is that what it was? Three for three. You just hit the trifecta. <laughs> I mean, I, I still can't wrap my mind around it. And it wasn't, it had nothing to do with me or us or anything. It was because of what it meant to all of those individuals and the way we had framed the narrative all season from going all in and making the move for Matthew Stafford to knowing that that was Andrew Whitworth's last game to knowing that Andrew, uh, that Aaron Donald's prime is only going to last so many more years and wanting it for all of those individuals. And for it to play out with the, the sunset drive and Stafford to cup with just about no one else left at the skill positions and then for Donald to clinch it the way that he did, uh, it's a script that not even Hollywood would buy because they, they wouldn't find it believable. Yeah, I know. And just as you were describing all that, I mean, I'm dead serious. Like, I'm getting chills thinking yeah. about it because, really, think about Robert Woods not available. Mm-hmm. And you think about Odell Beckham and the game that he was having, and then he gets hurt and he's out. And just how other guys have to step up and play. And when it was really, truly, when the game was on the line, and there's the NFL films where Sean McVay says, Aaron Donald's about to make a play. Yeah. You know? And, and, and AD comes through and makes that play. It, again, it's, um, like you said, having that trophy here makes us continue to remember what happened. It's a good concrete reminder, although I heard we can't touch it. Is that true? Hands off, white glove only? I think what happened is it's my fault. Um, it goes back to the was Rams it the draft bathtub house. with you? It wasn't the bathtub. Oh it was gosh. earlier in the day. <laughs> what, if, what if you had just had the top, the nose of the football <laughs> sticking out over the edge of the bathtub oh, in this great. photo? <laughs> that would have been great. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That would, that would have been great. That's good. That's a good thought. I should have done that because at the Rams <laughs> draft house, on no. like Photoshop for sure. I'm but, glad you didn't. But at the Rams draft house, they were like, you know, do whatever you want with the trophy. You know, it, it really it just sat there if like you nobody put that was thing policing in a tub it. Tub with you, they would have taken taking you away in cups. Oh, dude, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't be here right now. They would have demanded <laughs> fire him, <laughs> keep him away from us. Wow. So JB, um, Demarco and I were going through. We've gone through the Sunday night schedule, the Monday night schedule. 
We have looked at the Rams schedule. Have you had a chance to take a look at it? I have, yes. Want to go through it real quick? Whatever you like. Cause, well, because there's a whole bunch of people that are tuning in right now that weren't with us when we did it. So Yeah, it's only, what, an hour fresh, right? Yeah, right. Here we go. Week one against Buffalo. Does it get any better than that? I mean, outside the division, outside the NFC, this feels like, I'm sure the narrative will spin itself, last year's champion, this year's favorite, let's go. Yeah, and Vaughn Miller returning. Wow. Not bad. That's pretty cool. Um, Atlanta in week two. Eh. Eh. Avoid the letdown. Yeah. A week two trap game. Yikes. Think so? We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Keep going and you'll know why. Uh, The following week at Arizona. Okay. Playing Arizona twice before Thanksgiving is concerning because Arizona's good in the front half of the schedule. No doubt. That's their sweet spot week three. But that's not the trap, right? No. Okay. Week four. And by the way, Laura, nice job with the NFL Films music as we're going through the schedule. Week four at the 49ers. Surprisingly early for me. I cannot believe that the Rams will play the 49ers twice in October. Wow. But then week five, you talk about a tough schedule. Week five home against the Dallas Cowboys. The schedule is tough because the Rams decided to win the division and because they happened to catch the AFC West, which we'll talk about later. But you make your schedule to the extent that you finish atop your division, and so did the Dallas Cowboys. That's why they're coming back. I always respect the star, don't you? I always respect Dallas. The Rams have played that franchise very well, but yes, they will once again be formidable. They continue to draft well, too, I think. Week six, the Carolina Panthers come to town. Mm. The Austin Corbett revenge game. Yes, I know. (laughs) Wow. I wonder if uh, old boy's going to be quarterback by then. Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold. Will he still be quarterback by then? The Falcons game, the Carolina game, those are the ones that you start to circle as, hey, you better bank these. No no margin for error. Uh, Rams get the bye in week seven, but then week eight. Earliest bye of McVay's tenure. Oh, really? Ooh, real early bye. What's the next earliest? Ten? Uh, uh, of his tenure, I'm yeah. not sure. Okay. There have been some week eights, I think. Seven is early. Seven is really Big early, especially early. in a 17-game format. Oh, my gosh. But wow. speaking about early, week eight, the Niners come to town. And that's the silver lining of having the bye early is at least it's properly placed. So after the Niners here at SoFi, the following week, you're the Rams. Done. You're done with the Niners, right, by the way. Right. In, through, in the first eight weeks of the season, before, you're done. Before Halloween, you don't see the team that's supposed to be your chief challenger for the NFC West. I don't mind that at all. Let's be done with them. I early. thought for sure they'd be facing off week 18. Yeah. yeah? Right. Okay. So week eight, the Niners, week nine at Tampa Bay. Always good. Now, the Rams have had a lot of success against the Bucks in the last two seasons in Tampa. Is this the last time, DeMarco? How many times have you said, is this the last time with TB12? Pretty much every time we get there, right? <laughs> but now he's got $375 million waiting right. for him on the other side of the schedule, so perhaps it's for real. This How is it, function man. with that, with Dude, that contract? He, wow. made, he said he wanted to make it to 45. He'll make it to 45, and then he'll leave football and go make twice as much money uh, calling football. Unbelievable. Wow. Week 10, the Rams play Arizona in SoFi. Big game. Again, the end of the Arizona head-to-head before Thanksgiving. Wild. Week 11 at New Orleans. This is not Drew Brees' New Orleans Saints anymore. first time that they've gone to the Superdome since the 2018 NFC Championship game. Look at how much turnover, how much things have changed for the Saints and Rams, respectively, that that's not a primetime game. In fact, it's a 10 a.m. Pacific game. Amazing. they got to be over it by now, right? No. It's old news. No. Come on. (laughs) Okay. I'll bet you a beignet they're not. We'll get there. (laughs) Uh, week 12, this is what a game at Kansas City. Whew. 
Surprise is not Monday Night Football because the last time they played, it was the greatest Monday Night Football game ever. Ever. But I Best think, regular season I, football I think game it ever. it probably speaks to how strongly Fox felt about keeping that game with yeah. the Rams at Arrowhead. They, w- they wouldn't let that out of their inventory. After that game in the Coliseum, I fell asleep in the car. I just moved the seat back and went to sleep. It was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, but you did that the week before and the week after, too. That was not, <laughs> nothing to do with the Kansas City. <laughs> week 13, Seattle comes to town. Oh, boy. Bobby Wagner has to wait until when to face his former team? Week 13. Wow, that's a long wait. Wow. For the future Hall of Fame middle linebacker. Week 14, the Raiders come to SoFi. Thursday night. I think that's perfect. So it's tough to have two Thursday nights, although the first one is on the front end of your schedule, so it doesn't really count. But where you're going next is where I think it could pay dividends. You get a few extra days for? Green Bay, Mm. week 15. A Monday night trip to Green Mm. Bay. Monday night of Christmas week on the frozen tundra. Wow. And And then on Christmas Day, Russell Wilson comes to SoFi bringing his new team, the Denver Broncos. Russell comes to L.A. as a Bronco. Did you see where they started his schedule? Week one. In Seattle. In Seattle. Amazing. They don't miss, do they? Love them. No. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, Week 17, the Rams on the road in L.A. to take on the Chargers. So you're in your home stadium. You're in your home locker room. You go out on your home field, and it's got all the Charger logos all over it. This is the paradox of the schedule. I think it's the most competitive that the Rams as a franchise have ever had, and they earn that right. But it's also the most conducive because they have the 9-8 home road split they have more home games than away games and one of those away games is at sofi stadium mm. they only play in the eastern time zone once nice i've never been in sofi when it's all chartered out have you i have not i haven't seen it one time yeah let's let's hope that at the end of this season you still can say the very same thing no yeah, doubt. really <laughs> right and then the last week of the season week 18 at seattle and you know a ram seattle game traditionally has been an important game i don't know that we have high expectations for seattle this year I don't either, and I wonder what the schedule makers are telling us with the way that they arrange the schedule. Maybe they just didn't have another place for a San Francisco-Los Angeles showdown. Maybe they had other priorities. But it's odd to me that the Rams will play all four of their games against Arizona and San Francisco before they face Seattle once, and then they'll finish against the Seahawks. It's odd. It's odd. Bobby Wagner going back to Seattle, though. Hey. That'll be nice. If Bobby has any incentive. Yeah. To get in shape, to maintain his body, maintain his mind this offseason, he's got to be there at the at the finish line, the right? discussion we had about Jared Goff coming back, that we give him a standing O? I'm sure Bobby Wagner gets a standing O in Seattle. I would venture a guess that he'll get at least a war, as warm, maybe a warmer reception than the quarterback we yes. mentioned going back in week. Because I think no Russell Wilson gets booed off the field. You man. think he oh, does? big time. Wow. I don't think – listen, won a Super Bowl, went back to a Super Bowl, but created trouble at the end and finally forced his way out of town. I think Seahawks fans will let him He's hear He's your it. greatest quarterback in franchise history. Right. And you will appreciate him when his career is over. But when he comes in wearing somebody else's uniform, you let him hear it. It's too raw. It's too fresh right now. And his circumstances, as you described, much different than Bobby's. Yeah. J.B. Long, it is great to be with you. Great to have you here at this event today. It's great to see you fully dressed. Yes, thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you so much. I took so much heat. Did you catch DeMarco's cameo in the latest Rams social media video yet? I know you've been on air. Have you seen his acting chop? I, I have not yet. I okay. got through all three and a half hours of the show without him knowing. Oh, I'm trying to spread the word and to all of our listeners. Oh, uh, DeMarco is known mostly for um, an all-time great music video, let's yes. just say, from St. Louis. Yes, Air Force Ones, Nelly. This might surpass it. Oh, I can't wait to see this. this I'm going to watch this. It. He and Terrell Burgess were fantastic. i got to see this. Uh, DeMarco's in the house. 
JB Long stopping by and having a good time here with everybody at our Lombardi party. But coming up next, time for Lindsay Baseball. It's big deal or no deal. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm Sedano today. Sedano on the road with the NBA. By the way, I haven't even had a chance to check any of the scores to see what's going on. I mean, it has been complete and utter mayhem here today at the Hollywood Park Casino. It's been so much fun. DeMarco's in the house. Does this say Matthew Stafford? That's number nine, right? It does I do think it says that. This is a Matthew Stafford football. Matthew Stafford autographed football. We're about to auction it off. Well, not auction, raffle. You messed it up. You I, messed up and gave it to me. I know, right? Somebody Keeping gave it. I want to enter the raffle for that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. It looks good, back right? Home here, you know, with me. Nice. Well, it is time for big deal or no deal, and Lindsay baseball. People ask me all the time, is that really her last name? Is her last yes. name really baseball? My like, last yes, name it is. Really is yes, baseball. it is. Lindsay baseball. Mm-hmm. That's her. My God-given name. All right, so sticking with the NFL today, former NFL player Danny Woodhead, who spent a decade in the league, has taken up a new sport, and it turns out he's pretty, pretty good at this one, too. Woodhead shot an even par 71 at Omaha Country Club this week to advance past the local qualifying and intersectional qualifying for the U.S. Open in June. He was one of five golfers to advance from the 84 golfer field. So is Danny Woodhead almost getting getting at this this close to qualifying for the U.S. Open? A big deal or no deal, Cap? No deal. No deal. And I love the fact that I just said no deal, and a lot of people just made looks at me like, what are you talking about? Former NFL player shoots 71 at the local U.S. Open qualifier? How's that not a big deal? Well, it's in Omaha, Nebraska. You want to play in a qualifier in Los Angeles, in San Diego? You want to play in one of the hotbeds of golf? Qualify out here. Then I'll say big deal. But for right now, Omaha-Nebraska qualification, I'm not impressed. You're saying the Midwest can't golf? I'm just saying that in Omaha, Nebraska, I think, hating, I think Danny Woodhead is the dominant golfer in the community. You're hating on Nebraska golf right now. You see what happens. But I'm with you. This is, this is kind of like a hater move, Cap. Yeah, it is, is not, kind of a hater move. It's not a big deal, it? though. Didn't he shoot even, 71? That's what it was? Uh, it was even, yep, par 71. Okay, yep. all right. Am I supposed to be impressed? I, I mean, mean, it's got to be a tough course, right, if it's a U.S. Open qualifier. I mean, I don't okay. know, is it? I, is it I, I, Omaha, Nebraska, what do, they, what do they got there? 
He's hating on Nebraska. I'm not hating on Nebraska. I think they have, no, no, I was going to say potatoes, but that's Idaho. Yeah. Don't know what they have in Omaha. Corn. They have, yes, corn. Corn Corn husker. And by the way, I'll tell you, Danny Woodhead is, um, he was one of my favorite NFL players. I love the guy. Yeah. He was short. He came from a tiny little school called Shadron State. Keep going. No one ever gave this guy a chance to make it. it. Oh, he's a white runner. There it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, too. Um, No one gave this guy a shot. At a high school, at a college, and this guy, what a career he yeah. had. Let me say, he's a heady player. Mm. He's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. All those things you're saying about him, Ken? He's white. All <laughs> those things you're saying about him? Yeah. You know, he was a great guy, came from a small school, small town, whatever. No one gave him a shot. Maybe that's the mentality that he's using to get into the golf game. I'm quite certain it is because I, I follow him on it. social media, and he, yeah. he posts all the time about his golf practice routines. Yeah. All right, next one. So LeBron James has again found himself on Forbes' top 10 highest-paid athletes list. Can you guess which number he is on the list? Uh, he is, he's got to be second or third to Ronaldo or Messi. I'll say second. Yeah, he can't be first. It's got to be an international soccer player. Got to be. So I will say LeBron is, just for the goof here, I'll say he's fourth. Well, DeMarco, I don't know if you were reading my notes. But he is at the number two spot behind yeah. Argentinian soccer player Lionel Messi. The list says that LeBron earned $121.2 million last year, combining $41.2 million for on the field or on the court and $80 million in revenue for off-the-court projects. Those projects can include endorsements, appearances, memorabilia and licensing fees, as well as cash returns from business operations and equity stakes sold, plus you know his whole cryptocurrency ventures. So is LeBron being the second highest paid athlete last year a big deal or no deal, Cap? Um, I'm going to again say no deal. It's obviously the money is astronomical, and we're all impressed when we hear these kinds of numbers. But I would say if he were number one, the highest paid athlete on the planet, I'd probably say big deal. But because he's not, I'm just going no deal. I'll say big deal. He's number two on the list. Yeah, absolutely. And that's number one in the U as far as U.S. stars. I, is, is he the most powerful U.S. athlete we have? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. In so, fact, yeah. I was saying yesterday that when the you know how everybody says, well, who will make more money than Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. My question is, who will make more money than Tom Brady? And my opinion is, is that when LeBron James retires, there will be a forty-plus million-dollar contract. You're reading my mind from TNT. ESPN, somebody who wants LeBron James on TV all the time. Or he'll have his own network by then. So, yeah, I think it's a big deal. All right, well, moving away from sports, uh, and since you guys are eating all this good food out here, I wanted to ask you, or at least let you know first, that if you're feeling a bit cheated when you look down at your plate, it's not just your imagination because portions at U.S. restaurants are getting smaller. They're calling it shrinkflation, when sizes shrink, but you're paying the same price or sometimes even more for the meal or product. So with soaring food and fuel costs and U.S. inflation at a 40-year high, restaurants are coming up with behind-the-scenes ways to crimp costs, hence the shrinking portions. They feel that customers would prefer this over obvious raising of the prices. Is shrinkflation at restaurants a big deal or no deal, DeMarco? I think it's a big deal. It's a game changer. I like it. Absolutely. Keep me going to restaurants. Shrink the portion. That's fine. Say, you'll save a bunch in, like, those little styrofoam take-home things. You don't need them anymore. The portions are perfect. You eat there. You have fun. I like it. I do this at home now uh, for stuff I make. I used to make too much of it. We have leftovers. Now I just make enough. I can make two meals out of one now. 
I like it. I think it's a big deal. I'm going to agree that it's a big deal, but it's got me thinking the opposite direction, which is I think I'm trying. I'm not doing it well, by the way, very unsuccessful. I really would like to stop eating out as much as I do. Because if now you're going to tell me that I'm going to pay the same price, $20 for an entree, and it's less than I was paying a month ago, it's less food, but it's the same price. You know what? The problem is, I'm making an admission to you. A lot of times I like to lay stuff on you. Go ahead. I feel like I spend way, way, way too much money on dining outside of the house. Probably do. I do. Yeah. I do. I don't, and it just, it bothers me. Last night, I took my son out for dinner for his birthday and his buddy. Sushi. Three guys. No alcohol. How much? much? 300. No, 200. no, no. No, no. 100. 150 yeah. bucks. 120 bucks. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that, though. It's, You're celebrating. It's his birthday. I, I agree. Birthday. Said no alcohol. I, I agree. Okay. I yeah. agree. But when my girlfriend and I go out for dinner, okay, because there's drinks on the table or wine on the table, now all of a sudden that same dinner for three people is now 200 bucks. Wow. You know? And now it's, and it's just two of us because now there's alcohol. I, I, I'm trying. I want to so badly start eating at home more, and I'm doing such a poor job. Okay. You know a good way to do that is get some of those, um, try one of those meal kit services. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I do, I do it too because out of pure laziness. Like I get home from work. It's like 7, 38 o'clock. I don't want to cook some food. So I just order out when I'm even on my way home sometimes. So it's there like right when I get home. But... My sister was like, oh, you need to get, like, HelloFresh or Blue Apron or whatever, one of those meal box kits where, like, they give you the ingredients, and so then, yeah, you got to cook a little bit, but you don't have to worry about, like, chopping and measuring and all that other stuff, you know? Nice. Makes it a little easier. Yeah, I'm kind of in one of those, like, no assembly required modes. Okay. They have those, too. They have, like, the pre-made ones. That's called lazy. That is lazy. (laughs) Purely lazy. I'm with you, though. I'm the same way. And the other night, I I was like, you know what? I'm breaking out my grill. I'm like, I'm taking off the cover. Okay. I'm going to break out the grill. Nice. And I cooked this delicious salmon on the grill. And I had salmon, and my daughter made rice, and I chopped up some avocado, and I had uh, some salad. And I got done, and I'm like, I'm not sickly full. It was way less money than if I ate this out. And it was fun to to cook at home and eat at home with everybody. The family. I know. And if they're going to make the portions smaller and keep the prices the same, I don't know. Maybe that'll finally smarten me up. When I have dinner parties at home, it's interactive. So the guests actually help. It makes it better. So if you were in charge of salad, it makes it better for you, and it's all fun. So you just don't come over and eat. you got to work, too. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. All right, Lindsay Baseball. That's it for big deal or no deal. Wow. That's all you got for us, LeBron huh? LeBron makes 100 mil a year? Well, 121, if you want. 121 million. What's that, that was just last and, year, you and, know? and by the way, 40 million of it is basketball. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how much he got paid to make Space Jam or to be a in lot. Space Jam. A lot. I like Space Jam. I thought it was terrible. You thought it was I terrible? I like the original. I love the original Space Jam. And then my nephew wanted to see it so bad when it came out. I was like, all right. Well, I was in Ohio at the time. I was like, we'll watch it on the whole like HBO, whatever, home yeah. home thing. And then if it's good, then we'll go watch it in the movie theater. And we never got to How old is your nephew? Because my daughter loved it. He loves it. He's got the Space Jam shoes. He's got the coat. He's got it all. Maybe it wasn't geared towards us. Yeah. It's geared (laughs) towards them. Yeah. Hey, speaking of LeBron, DeMarco, jump in on this conversation. We were having it yesterday. Did you happen to read the story two days ago in the L.A. Times uh, that Bill Plaschke published that Jeannie Buss finally was heard from? Did you happen to read this at all? Is this one I I want LeBron to be happy? Yes. Yeah, I did read this one. Yes, yeah. So, so Jeannie Buss 
And Bill Plaschke put this column together, and I say it like that as if it was a collaboration, because to me, that's what it was. Jeannie had a message she wanted to get to the fans. Bill is the conduit. Yeah. Bill wants the exclusive. She's willing to give it to him. He's willing to write what she wants, so that is going to ingratiate him even more into the organization. So I, I analyze this sort of stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I didn't know it was that deep, though, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and it, it may not be. It just could be my ridiculous, yeah. cynical brain. Jeannie says everything she wants to say. She says that she wants to make LeBron happy. She says that Phil Jackson is involved in decision-making. I mean, at least he's in her ear. Magic Johnson is back in the fold. She believes in Rob Palenka. Uh, Kurt Rambis has been in the league for 40 years. Why would she not utilize him? Uh, His wife has nothing to do with basketball. She doesn't understand why this is a big deal. I want to keep LeBron as happy as possible. Oh, and by the way, when it comes to Russell Westbrook, we haven't figured out a coach yet, so that's too premature. The next day, yesterday... The same writer goes on national radio and says, well, um, I don't have this on authority, and I don't really have a source on this, but I heard that Phil Jackson wants to trade LeBron James, and he wants to keep Russell Westbrook. Now, did you hear about that? I did hear about that. I I almost fell out of my chair. But then when I thought about it, okay, I can see where he's coming from. LeBron is, you know, how much – there's more behind than in front. I guess there's more of a future with Westbrook, so – Phil's unattached. You know what I mean? If he's just making the best decision for the Lakers, I can see how he would go in that direction. But there's like a whole thing between LeBron and Phil, and you have to wonder if maybe Phil is like, you know, well, actually, you know what? Hold on. We'll finish off the show talking about this. We are at the Hollywood Park Casino. We're having a monster party here today to celebrate the Lombardi Trophy. DeMarco's in for Sedano. One more to go. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. With DeMarco Farr in for Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. We are at Hollywood Park Casino. By the way, I just checked my phone. I just checked my phone for the first time the entire show. Yeah? I get a text from Sedano. Sedano's the kind of guy that loves to break his arm, patting himself on the back. Oh, no. And he's the, also the kind of guy that when he's wrong, he, like, buries it. Like, he doesn't want to hear about it. But when he thinks he's right, thinks being the key word, he tells me about it all the time. It's very political. That's very now. Yeah. So, so Sedano and I got into a debate. And I'm not going to call it an argument or a fight. It's just a debate. Sedano's point was... That when ESPN hired Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, Monday Night Football will get better games because they have big-name broadcasters. And my contention is, and we both went to our sources in the world of television, 
He says his people say, yeah, of course, the NFL accommodates the big-time broadcasters. And my point is, no, they try and make Sunday night football, Monday night football, Thursday night football, they try and make these games big-time. So George sends me a text with the Monday night football schedule and says, hey, smart guy, you still think that adding Joe Buck and Troy Aikman didn't get ESPN better games? And I look at the schedule of Monday night football games that you and I went through, and I'm like, not really. No, I don't. There's a few iffy. Yeah, there's, there's a couple in there that I'm like, really, like, Minnesota and Philadelphia, that's that's because of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman? Philadelphia might be better than you think. Oh, I like Philadelphia. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like, uh, I mean, Chicago at New England, really? Yeah. That's a, that's, that, they that's gotta be a, wow, I, I got to yeah. give that game to, to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. So I'll, I'll wait until, I'll wait until Sedano's back Monday to, to kind of rip on him Smack a little him bit. around a little bit. Yeah, I got to yeah. do that. Yeah. I got to put him in a headlock and give yeah. him a noogie. I remember why uh, why I, I was getting into that LeBron story you brought up uh, before the break because of something that happened with John Ireland going after Travis Rogers on the air when John was banging the table. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's uh, a star-driven town. Yeah. Star-driven town. I'd never heard Ireland that way. That's how I got into that story about, you know, Platsky and whatnot. I had to actually that yeah. day. This was about a week and change ago, Linz, wasn't it? Me and George were in studio at LA Live, and I was telling George about this. I'm like, you've, you've never heard Ireland so angry yeah. at, at Travis Rogers because Travis, like so many other people, think that the Lakers should really consider the possibility of trading the Lakers. Or the Lakers should think about trading LeBron. Wow, I screwed that all up. But what happened, what happened was, I'm going to be honest for a second. I saw our boss, Amanda Brown. Just and, now? And she's eating like this like lamb chop thing. Ah, and I just I, I just stopped thinking about what I was saying, and Cap my mouth was just everybody. yapping. Oh, don't yeah. worry about it. It's beyond meat. Oh, oh. It's not really a lamb chop. Okay. It's, it's really right. like broccoli. And you're right, Lindsay. Yeah. Right. Like, for me, my attention gets taken to the shiny object. Like, huh. like Sedano says, you're like the, the kid that plays uh, in, in when you're a kid and you're out playing baseball, and you see, like, the bird fly by or, like, the bee, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, that fly ball just went right past me. Oh, wow. I'm too busy looking at the sky. You did kind of lose your place there. I did. Well, she was. I saw her take a bite of this lamb chop, and I'm like, gosh, that looks so good, and I want one of those. Well, it's, it's really vegetables. Though. You know what looks really good? Right. I just watched DeMarco's cameo in uh. the Rams schedule release video. It was like stealing the draft part two with the schedule. No pretty way. Cool, right? it's, it's cool. It's pretty cool. Is, it as, watch it. is it as hyper-produced as that? No, oh, yeah. yeah. Come it's on. Like a, it's For like real? It was like a movie, movie set. It was yeah. awesome. How long ago did you shoot that? Oh, God, about a month ago. Yeah, and they told me to like to keep a lid on it. It was great. Stealing the draft. It was cool. Yeah, go look it up. Rams.com. Yeah. Can we reveal your part in it? Because I want to go ahead. You. Yeah, he he was like the security guard. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like you you were like busting out some NFL moves in there. I get shook by uh, Terrell Burgess, one of the safeties. Yeah, I get thrown into like a bunch of boxes and stuff. I have, I have lines. Really? I actually have lines. Yeah. Let me ask stuff. you a question. Sag after. Here I, I come. I want to ask yeah, you. Yeah. You get paid for that? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Come on. Come on. Of course I do. Yeah? It's my time, sir. Okay. Yes, it was good. All right. Yes. If they, if they would have said to you, hey, listen, you're just doing it because, you know, you're part of the broadcast and you're part of the history of the yeah, organization. Yeah, get somebody else. <laughs> 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 I'm not available. Uh, I need a trailer. <laughs> I need brown M&Ms only. Come on they, now. Was it like... What you've seen in terms of shooting movies, like was it makeup and directors, and or was it? Yes, it was the same. It was great. Uh, the, the, we had direction, we had makeup, we had wardrobe, we had the whole nine. It was great. What you saw that took like three hours to do. 
And it was only thing. like 30 seconds. Yeah, right. it's pretty cool, though. Right. It's pretty sweet. Do yep. you think now that you, uh, you've you got the bug and you want to become an actor now? You know, maybe. I always wanted the part, like the guy that gets beat up by Jean-Claude Van Damme. I don't want lines. I just want to be the bad guy that loses at the end. I wanted to be on one of my favorite shows on HBO. It was called Oz. Did you ever see Oz? Yes. Okay. And it, did you ever see Oz, Lindsay? Nope, it was this prison show. Oh. No, I have seen that. Now that you mention it, yes. And it was this show Great. about prison life, right? And I was obsessed with this show. Emerald City. Yes, yeah. right, right. And, and I was obsessed with this show and how they had all the different demographic breakdowns of who the people were that partnered with each other in jail to keep each other safe. And I would always say to this guy who was the director of the show, his name was Tom Fontana, I'd say, Tom, let him kill me. Just, I, I don't need lines. I, I don't need a character. Just let, let him be keep, shanked. Yeah, right, right, that's right. <laughs> yeah. you know, let Adam Beasy shank me. Shank you, you know? right, right, right. Just, and just shank you. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Back up the IMDb credits. Great I just, show. I just wanted to be on. When I, and I think I even got more obsessed with trying to be on that show when Rick Fox was a character on that show. Yeah. And I went down to visit with them one day on their set, and I was sitting in the jail cell with Rick Fox, and I'm like, I really want to be on this show. No doubt. You wow. Know? Wow. Hanging out in your jail We're cell. Sitting in the jail cell I, with yeah. Rick Fox. That's right. a funny statement. I did a bunch of sets with Tom Arnold once. He was doing a, what is that, Cradle to the Grave with Jet Li. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, all that stuff was cool. Real movie stuff. So you brought up LeBron, and we had gotten into this whole discussion over the last two days about first the column, which is very fluffy in public relations, and then the next day to have the writer of that column come out with this bombshell. Phil wants to trade LeBron, and Phil wants to keep Russ. I was like, wait a second. One day, it's this fluffy column of whatever you want to say. In fact, oh, let me tell a wonderful story about how this lady came up, and her little baby had on Laker gear, and she gave Jeannie the baby because she wanted to take a picture because it's so important. That's sweet and nice, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? And then the next day, Phil wants to trade LeBron. Phil wants to keep Russ, and I have no sourcing on this, but I'm hearing the rumors. Wow. Didn't Phil have uh, problems with Kobe? There were. I thought in his book he said Kobe was uncoachable. So maybe having LeBron, same thing? Well, and I think also a couple years ago, um, Phil referred to LeBron's entourage. He called it his posse. Oh, boy. And then it turned into, yeah, Yeah, that didn't sound good. Yeah, yeah, that's no good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I think there's something between LeBron and Phil. And I just wonder if Phil is in Jeannie's ear saying, you want to take control of your organization? You want to prepare for the future? Now's the time to get rid of them. Wow. I mean, I'm just, I'm just I'm playing it out based on what I've read and then heard because I'm only hearing the rumors that were being reported by the guy who wrote the story. You know, it, look, it could be good for the Lakers if you did. It just won't happen because of what John Ireland said. Right. This star-driven is a star-driven town. football team or star-driven uh, team, star-driven town, LeBron's never going anywhere I agree. unless he wants to. I agree. I, I mean, listen, I said, it. look, should they consider it? Maybe. Do I personally have the guts to do it? Not going to happen. I admit I do not. He makes $120 million a year. He's not going anywhere. You don't want to be the team either that was known for trading LeBron. Yeah. You know, like the Lakers don't, I don't know. I feel like that's a that's a whole thing that you'd have to deal with. Like, oh, well, they traded LeBron. Right. What can you buy to impress LeBron James? Like, even Adele's house isn't impressive to LeBron James. I don't know. Le- Adele's house at $58 million bucks. Not saying LeBron couldn't that's a, afford that's it. six like months. Ten, yeah, like that, ten of those. Yeah, know. that's six months for LeBron. All I'm saying is that his guys could call him up and go, yo, LeBron, come on over. We're, we're hanging out over here at my place now. Me and Adele, you know, we got a $58 million mansion. It's, it's finally good enough for you to come over and hang out. By the way, your picture in the bathtub, you were guaranteed not to be invited to his house. <laughs> guaranteed. Right. They're like, wait, yeah. Kaplan? 
You mean no. the guy in the bathtub at the Rams draft house? No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're not doing that. We are not no doing doubt. that. No doubt. Wow. So let me say this as we wrap things up here on a Thursday afternoon. DeMarco, first and foremost, I always say this to you. I love when you host the show. Thank you so much Thank for you. doing it, man. I, I love really hanging appreciate out it. with you guys. Thank yes. you. Um, this has been a great day. By the way, here come these lamb chops, the things that were so distracting. You don't want one because you no, already I'm had good. that bacon cheeseburger. And I'm happy, and I'm full, I'm uncomfortable, and I love it. I had 30% of a Beyond Burger. Yeah. Okay, I want to make sure you understand. It wasn't half, it wasn't 50%, it was 30%. Right. Just so you know. Yes. My son ate 70%. No, it was half. I don't know. You but cut this, it right down in the right down the middle. And lamb chop looks good. Of course. You have room, right? Yeah, totally. Cause, See? Because I had the, 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 the Beyond thing. You're not satisfied. Laura Romo, back at our studio at LA Live. Thank you for doing this today. I know you had tremendous FOMO and wanted to be here at Hollywood Park Casino. Lindsay Baseball, phenomenal work out of you today. DeMarco Farr, all star, all pro, Hall of Fame caliber. And actor. Don't forget about that. (laughs) Clinton Yates was great today, JB Long. Thank you so much to the Hollywood Park Casino for having us. Great job by the staff from the Rams bringing out the Lombardi Trophy. And we are back tomorrow at 4. Peace out, everybody, from the Hollywood Park Casino.